Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My name is Sabina Brennan and you are listening to Super Brain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. Now, on Monday, I had a fascinating conversation with sexologist and sex therapist Emily Power Smith. Gosh, we covered lots of interesting and fascinating information about sexual pleasure, the clitoris consent and lots of other important issues. And I definitely will have Emily back on in season five because there was just so much more that I wanted to talk to her about. And, you know, I think it's really important. You might kind of go, you know, what's the link between sex and sexual pleasure and the brain? Well, you know what? Your brain is, as I've said in one of my previous boosters, your brain really is your sex organ. And I'm all for optimising quality of life And sex is one of those aspects to our lives that can really improve the quality of our lives and bring joy and meaning and fulfilment to our daily lives. So for this week's booster shot, I'm really handing over to Emily, who is going to share her four golden guides to great sex. Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I've given it a grandiose title. Call it what you will. Don't call it anything. But four guides, if you like, golden guides. There's a new one. I haven't called it before to having good sex. And if you've listened to me, you'll know them. So the first one is education. Get yourself some education. Get yourself. There's a great book. Everyone who wants to play with clitorises and vaginas and vulvas should read this book, whatever your gender. And that's called Come As You Are. Emily Nagoski. Great book. Yes. And it'll fill you in on all of the stuff that we've been talking about in more detail around the clitoris and how arousal works and what you can expect of yourself. Websites, Betty Dodson. She's one of my mentors and she died last year, unfortunately, at 91. She was teaching pleasure and orgasm to women for 50 years. And she's on the Goop Lab on Netflix, episode three of the first round of Goop Lab. They're now doing another round So you can get to see how she worked there at the age of 90. A wonderful woman. Get yourself some education. Scarletine, wonderful resource for younger people and for teenagers and for parents of teenagers. So they aim it for 14 to 24 year olds, I think, or 16 to 24 year olds. Very useful, sex positive, science based, non-judgmental information on pretty much everything to do with sex. An American website. Very good. The next one is masturbation. If you want to understand your pleasure, begin with yourself without the pressure of a partner. People need to take responsibility for their own pleasure. It is an archaic, outdated and unuseful idea to think that you hand over your potential for pleasure to your partner and you have to wait for them to give it to you. That belongs back in the old days. And 
particularly for females, it's really important for you to learn how to self-love. And I use the word self-love instead of masturbation when I'm talking about it because it's an attitude to yourself. How do you treat yourself? Can you have, can you give yourself some time? Can you make your bedroom really gorgeous and the way you'd like to have your bedroom for when you're making love? Can you slow down and give yourself time to explore all of your body and to feel pleasure throughout your body, to learn about your arousal based on your education and to bring that into your self-love? So we have education, we have masturbation. Then we have lubrication. Everyone should have lube. For women who are on birth control, which is a lot of women, what they're not told usually is that it can massively impact their ability to naturally lubricate. So a lot of young women are having painful dry sex and they think there's something wrong with them. It won't matter how turned on they get, they're going to be dry. So they need to have lube with them. That's not what you should be having. You shouldn't have painful sex. It shouldn't be sore. And if it is sore, there's stuff you can do about it. So that's lubrication for Younger people on birth control, really important. And some birth controls are worse than others for that. The implant, really bad for disturbing lubrication. And then some of the pills are worse than others and some are better. I'm sure a lot of young women are unaware of that. Yeah, and that can lead to vaginismus because if you keep having dry, painful sex, your muscles are going to do what they're built to do and protect you. Your brain is going to say, don't do this. It's going to hurt. (laughs) But a lot of young women, because they don't know that, they think it's just them. There's something wrong with them. So there's that. Then as you get older, of course, your lubrication changes. And menopausal women particularly need to have plenty of lube on hand. I would always recommend an organic one. Your vagina is as porous as your mouth. So if you like to eat organic, put organic in your vagina and make sure if you're lubricating that you lubricate inside the vagina as well as just on the outside. Because if you're not creating lubrication naturally, the inside needs, that's where it really needs it. That's where you're going to get more pain and discomfort. For guys, I also think lube is a lovely thing for them to use. And if you're just masturbating, it's not so great for couple sex, but if you're masturbating organic coconut oil that you'd have in your kitchen cupboard. No way. It's a lovely lube. It's like <laughs> coconut. It, of course, it's oil, so it'll get on your clothes. It's a really lovely one. It's got a pH balance very similar to the female vagina. So it's a nice one for people to use and it's cheap and it's accessible. Um, much better than any sort of, I'm not a fan of the man-made oils. They're made from petroleum, not a great thing Mm. to put in your body. And also moisturizers, another very popular thing that guys use. They just soak in very quickly. So it's not that useful. And the other thing, KY jelly is not your friend. Don't use it. It is not a good lubrication. Don't listen to people who tell you it is. It was made for vaginal examinations, which is not the same as having friction from penetration. It is not a long-term lubricant. It dries up, it goes tacky very quickly, and it's very irritant for a lot of people. So I'm not a fan of it. Durex have no ingredients on their products that worries me. But a lot of people love Jurex and use them and that's fine. Just know if you're prone to thrush, putting anything with sugars in your vagina is going to make that worse. So lubricants that are flavored, that smell, will usually have sugar in them. And that is not a thing you want to put in a yeasty vagina. So again, that can be really useful to just get away from that. Can I just ask you, would you advocate just moisturizing your vagina 
aside from lubrication. I know that's something that Meg Matthews was talking about. She said, you moisturize your face. Why not moisturize your vagina? Absolutely. Yeah. And you can get lovely vaginal moisturizers for inside the vagina. And then for the vulva, you can use a wider range of moisturizers. They also have a range for in the shower. So rather than using heavy shower gels that might have lots of things, they have a very light, foamy thing. I wouldn't be a fan of putting anything soapy on my vagina. It is a naturally self-cleaning organ. It's made for that. So you don't need to do all that feminine hygiene carry on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So that's lubrication. The other thing, lubrication makes people instantly expert at hand jobs. Great tip. <laughs> so particularly for people who worry about giving hand jobs and they worry about, oh, the skin is pulling and I don't know what to do and like the foreskin pulls back too far and I worry and I instantly solves those problems if you have lube and you can do all sorts of different moves and twists and turns and different moves with your hands when you have lube on a penis. It's a great help for that. Oh, that's a great tip. <laughs> so we have education, masturbation, lubrication and communication. Then you need to tell the person you're getting naked with what you like. And that sounds so simple and it's probably the most difficult for most people to do because we have this idea that we shouldn't have to talk. Sex should be silent. Guys believe that they have this obligation to know what to do for their partner. So if they ask, they're going to look weak. Women have this idea that men should know and that they shouldn't have a need and they should be happy with whatever is given to them and function with whatever is given to them. It's just so out of date, patriarchal, out of touch, incorrect, was never correct. So the more you can talk about, and you're talking about pleasure, don't stick to, oh, that hurts, stop doing it. Talk about, (laughs) oh yeah, that's amazing. That feels great. And when you're having a drink with someone, you know what I'd love you to do to me later. And you can make it part of your feasting, part of the anticipation. That's what I was going to ask you about. And I kind of suspect the answer is it depends that actually talking about it when you're not actually having sex could be useful. It's often safer. Yeah, because it's not kind of in the moment. You're not naked. You're not vulnerable. Someone isn't trying to do their best and getting it wrong or whatever. And there also isn't that performance pressure that if you tell them to do that and it doesn't work, you kind of go, oh, it doesn't matter really. And actually, you know, so what I would be saying is, yes, so I'm going to tell you when we're being sexual. If you're doing something that feels really good, I'm going to tell you. And if you're doing something that doesn't feel right, I'm going to tell you. I'm giving you a heads up now. How's that for you? So you get it out in the open, how somebody feels about getting that feedback before you're doing it. And of course, it should be a two-way street. I mean, ask as well what's working and 
Well, here's the thing that we forget. Being a good lover, it's very focused, we think, on what we provide for our person. We forget that actually they need to also feel like they're a good lover. And the only way they're going to do that is by knowing they've got it right. So if you let them know, they're going to walk away going, that was a fucking amazing experience. I am so hot because they have just rocked it because you helped them to know what to do. So being a good lover isn't just what you do silently for your person. It's also about inviting them into your pleasure world and letting them play around with it and get confident as a lover. Think about it like when you were in school, I'm always giving out about it. You do a spelling test, you get nine out of 10 right. And the teacher puts a big X opposite the one you got wrong. Don't do that with sex because it has the same effect. All they'll remember is what you did wrong. Actually, even by absence of saying something, if you say when everything is right, you go home feeling, hey, I got nine out of 10 in my spelling test. And you can hear the one wrong a lot more easily if you know you got nine right and that's been the focus. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Super Brain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. My aim for Boosters is to share insights from neuroscience, psychology and from my own life that might help you to better understand why we do the things we do, how we can reach our true potential and move from just surviving to thriving in life. If there's anything in particular you'd like me to cover in an upcoming booster shot, please do let me know. You'll find me on Instagram at Sabina Brennan and Twitter at Sabina underscore Brennan. You can, of course, also email me at info at superbrain.ie. For the price of a coffee, you can listen to Superbrain ad free over on patreon.com forward slash superbrain. I couldn't do this show without my brilliant editor, Emily Burke, and there'd be no point in doing the show at all without you, my wonderful listeners. So thank you for tuning in today. Tune in on Monday for another fascinating interview with an inspiring guest and on Thursday for another booster shot from me. My name is Sabina Brennan. You have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. 